Well, hello and welcome to episode 182 of the 1099 for the week of January 7th, 2019. I'm your host, Josiah Renauden, and this is... <laughs> Let's do some weird fucking show today. This time I'm it's here. personal. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, everyone. Uh, I- I'm here with 1099 MVP, freelance extraordinaire, your friend and mine, Joseph Noop. Joe, how are you doing today? That's right. This friendship was nothing but a long con to get control of the 1099. <laughs> You thought I was healing you in Overwatch for fun? Yeah, well, you know what? I just went 4-0 without you, so maybe you're the one dragging this whole shit down. I don't even want to hear it. You went 5-1 without you. Yeah, okay, that's technically the exact same thing, so maybe it's a complete wash. <laughs> uh, okay, it's, it's hard to know where to even start with this, but uh, so for people who don't follow me on Twitter and listen to this show, um, this is going to be a different one. I was actually just re-listening to... Uh, I think it's important to listen to your own podcast to see when you're good and when you're bad. Um, I was listening to the one I did about mental health and about where I was uh, laid off at that time and kind of what I was talking about in terms of this might happen or that might happen. Or if I get this specific job, the podcast will have to change in some form. Well, the specific job I was talking about uh, and hinting at during that, there were three options. And um, the one that I just accepted, that'll be starting in a couple of weeks is the uh, manager of third-party content and partnerships at Electronic Arts. And as you would guess, that means changes need to happen. Uh, and you know, Joe and I have been talking about this for a long time, and I've been talking about this with EA for a long time. And what does it mean having a podcast where every single week you're talking for an hour openly about everything, about game reviews, about publishers, about developers, to publishers, to developers, about mental health, about all these things. And it's um, it's a weird thing to manage once you're actually representing a company, uh, which I've never really done before. I mean, Joe, have you ever like, because you're freelancing, so sometimes you're going to these different events, but have you ever felt that pressure of being like, oh, I am Joe from blank and now everything I say somehow kind of sort of reflects on this company. You know, I think my employees are just glad if I show up in a collared shirt. <laughs> it's really the only important Let's thing. Let's be honest there. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've worked for indie developers and I've worked for you know, freelance. So he's never really been, I've kind of always had full clearance to do whatever. And here's the cool thing. Um, and I'll be able to, I'll talk as openly as makes sense during this entire podcast. So of course, there's going to be some things like you can't talk about that. Uh, but I've always no skate for you heathens. God, if I get one more skate for comment, uh, I've I've liked to think I've always been really transparent. I'll be as transparent as transparent as I can. Um, so during this entire process, one of the key things that stood out that EA was pinpointing was this podcast, which that is still the craziest thing in the world to me. Just knowing where it started and what weirdness, like all the different like chapters of this podcast, the people who have been on everything, knowing now that there are, you know, publishers as big as Yay and a lot of other people who I talked to who were like, hey, this is an important thing that you do that we really like that we think makes you a good fit for this job. Uh, it was like kind of toward the bottom of my resume, but it's the one that people kept picking up on because of, you know, numbers, because of the names who had been on there and because of kind of the the skill set that it can show off. So that was a huge thing in terms of people saying, we really like that you do that. But when I was in that interview process, which was, I, again, I just listened to that show again. I recorded that show after I did one of my final interviews for EA. Um, and I'd said the podcast would have to change. At that time, it seemed like I would maybe just not do 
Josiah Reviews shows, which Joe, I, I still think you owe me to do another one of those, which I, we'll have to see if we ever actually yeah. get to that. There's still like a Red Dead podcast that needs to happen. Oh, God. Yeah, there's like a long list of going on up there. Uh, so as we kept going with the discussions, and I'll tell a little bit more of the story in more detail later, but um, one of the things we had to kind of decide was what do we do with the podcast for now? And here's what we came up with. And this is not in any way EA saying, you know, you can't do the podcast. It was not that. I, it's weird to talk about. I'm going to hand over hosting duties for three months. Um, I guess who it this is? is. Joe Noob. This is like every like close to getting a job experience I've ever had. We're going to give you a trial run. We're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> sure if we're going to pay you. <laughs> oh God, I hate that conversation. So Joe right here, who you all know and love, and you've heard a billion times on this podcast and you know is, is deep in, way deeper in the freelance community than I am. Uh, he is going to be taking over the 1099 for the next three months. So that is starting January 21st. Um, until mm-hmm. at least so that's January, February, probably till sometime in in, in March or April. Um, your host will be Joe Noop, and uh, I know. Let me. I've thought a lot about this. Change is weird, right? Where like a lot of people, I think, who have stuck by with me through this podcast for 182 episodes now. I'm really lucky to have people listen to a podcast because they like the way I interview. They maybe, maybe they like my voice. Someone said, you have a great cadence the other day. And I'm like, that is somehow the Aww. best compliment I've ever received in my entire if life. If only they knew how um, you talk during Overwatch. <laughs> Look, I'm professional now. Uh, so I understand if you're suddenly here like, oh, the person who I'm here for is not hosting. I'm not going to listen to this podcast. And look, if that's you, I, I'm not going to like blame you or anything like that. But hear me out on... This I, thing. First I am off, decidedly less attractive than Josiah. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Look, freely. I'm not saying that. I have a dad bod. He has an actual bod. You don't even get to see me on this podcast. You just hear my voice the entire time and assume I have a beard. Okay, so uh, I would not trust anyone else to host this podcast other than Joe, and that was important from the start. And that was a conversation. Like as soon as this came up. Um, whether or not I was going to go full hiatus and just you know stop the podcast for a while or whatever, uh, the only person I wanted to ask was Joe because uh, I know that he can do just as good and probably a better job than what I do with this. But like the main thing I want to like say about this transition is this: is from the start when you first started listening to this podcast, and a lot of people still do it this way. It's not because of me. It's because of the people that come on here. It's because of Jeff Gersman. It's because of Abby Russell. It's because of Mike Laidlaw. It's because of Michael Pactor. It's these people who you appreciate in the industry, who have something important to say, who have deep connections to development, publishing, uh, to to YouTube, to writing, to anything like that. And hopefully all I was trying to do was just be someone who was asking the questions that you wanted to hear, as well as ones that you didn't even know you wanted to hear. And that was always my role. And there's there was always those personal shows that, you know, you do a Josiah reviews, or here's a top 10 list with my opinion on it, or the game of the year shows. That is going to change because Joe is a different person than me. And that's cool because you get to now get an entire different side of this. You get to hear what Joe thinks is important and the way he asks questions. But we've been consulting a lot on everything, on future guests, on how this is going to go down moving forward. So like it's, I hope that even if for some crazy reason you come to the show just for me. First, thank you. Second, this is not suddenly going to be a different show. It's all about the guest and the host is important mm-hmm. to certain extents, but it's going to be about displaying this person, who they are, 
and and just having an interesting conversation about an industry and topics you care and about. yeah i think i think every good reporter knows to not make themselves the story and my my greatest pleasure as a freelancer uh, going to events or just talking to people about topics that are affecting their lives are are making sure that their stories are told with respect to everything they've gone through i've said for years well at least a couple now uh, my favorite story I've ever done has been uh, when I covered the the possible impact of losing Obamacare on uh, game developers. And when I had, that was the first time I had ever had a developer cry telling her story to me over the phone, this lady who didn't know me from Adam. And that hit me very hard telling me like, oh, I have a responsibility to make sure that the stories of these people I talk to are told as perfectly as possible. And like that's, that's the important shit that I hope people come to the 1099 for is those sort of stories that maybe show you a completely different side of the industry of an industry where you just care about these final products, or at least for so long, you just cared about these final products, but you don't understand what goes into them. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you get kind of behind the scenes look from people who really do this shit. And, and again, I, there's, after this three months, I'm going to there's nothing scheduled yet, but the, the idea is to talk to EA and kind of see where we're at. Because again, they, at one point, were just like, you should continue it. But for me, it was important to get a good idea of what this role is and what capacity I can still podcast when I come back. Because again, I'm now representing a company. It's now, there's only, there's just times where I'm going to say something. And if someone suddenly quotes it and says like, EA's opinion on this or EA's Josiah Renaudin. Like that's, I don't want to put EA in that position. I don't want to put myself in that position. Uh, so here's the way I see this is after this three month period, no matter what, as long as he doesn't quit, Joe will be on this podcast. <laughs> um, and this is actually something we were talking about well before the EA job where it was like, what if I do a Monday show and you always do a Friday show? Mm -hmm. And we have like a similar, you know, similar formats and we just double the content and then you can kind of like, oh, I like Joe more because Josiah is an asshole. Oh, totally valid criticism. God, or the other way around. The console wars of podcast hosts. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'm the PS4 hashtag and you're team, the Ouya. Hashtag team dad bod. Yeah. <laughs> That was a really good burn that you missed, and I'm really upset uh -oh. that you didn't react to it. That's okay. I never pay attention to you. Okay. Well, when you listen to this back, you could be like, that asshole. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, so, so the plan is after that three months, no matter what, if I come back and I feel comfortable coming back and being able to podcast the way I always have and be open and have those conversations with developers and everything, I'll resume the Monday show and Joe will stay on for the Friday show. If not, I, I, I wish I can give you a clear idea of like, this is what's going to happen. I don't know yet because I want to be open to the options as they arise. Uh, if not, Joe will be the host moving forward and I will always be, I'm always going to be really annoying him in the background. Like this is my baby and this is extremely important to me and I'm already annoying him now where I'm randomly sending him messages and being like, what about this guest? And what about that guest? And what about this idea? And how do we do this? He sends, he sends so, messages, folks, to our Overwatch group chat with two <laughs> other people who have no business in the in the games industry. They're just uh, friends or relatives. Well, yeah, I, one's my brother and one's one of my closest <laughs> friends. So that I'm allowed to annoy them. I that's feel, the, I feel that's so the bad thing. for them sometimes. Like, are you ready to podcast? Nah. These, these two have nothing to do with this. Oh, who cares? I I will annoy them till the very bitter end. So that's totally fine. It's just like, how many people can I annoy in one in one swing? Uh, so that's kind of the way my brain is working right now where I will, this podcast has been so monumentally important to me that the hardest part 
of this of accepting this job was the possibility that maybe I couldn't keep doing it. Uh, but I want to absolutely leave that door open. And no matter what, I want this podcast to keep going because I think it's I'm not saying I what I've done is important. I would I'd never say that, but it's I think for a lot of people been a window into something that they didn't know about and want to know about. And it's given them a new appreciation for things because of the people who have been nice enough to give me their time. And I think it's a really cool thing to keep going. And uh, like with how much I appreciate all the people who just download it every single week no matter what, no matter what format, no matter what guests, like I, I have those people on Twitter where um, like every single podcast tweet or every tweet in general, and they always see like some sort of interaction, a like or retweet and a reply. And it's those sort of people that I think people take for granted. The, the sort of ground floor, if you're starting a Twitch channel, if you're starting a YouTube channel, the people who always show up, who always comment, who are always there. And you just assume they're always going to be there, right? Like, they're like no, no matter what, these people will be here. And hopefully I get some other people, like some casual fans or some other people from different groups. But I appreciate those people more than I can ever explain. And I've seen them after I made the announcement post, I was getting DMs and emails from them, from people who have been around since episode one or episode 20 or whatever. And uh, that's been, it's been surreal. And I want to keep this podcast going. Sure for me, because I love it. Sure for Joe, because I think it's a really cool opportunity. But also for those people who've been with it from the start, and again, talking directly to them, please give this new era of the show, at least this three months, a shot. Please stick around and continue supporting it because I'm going to be all over Twitter and all over everything promoting it. Um, I'm going to be in the background, again, annoying Joe at all times. <laughs> so it is not suddenly like I'm going to disappear. I don't think I have that ability with something I'm so tied to personally. Uh, but that is the current sort of roadmap for where this is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I will see where it goes. So we have a whole bunch of different guests planned. We have a whole bunch of different ideas going. And one of the things that we keyed in on earlier was, hey, Joe's a different person. And that's cool because 182 episodes of me, you get a really clear idea of what I believe and maybe the types of episodes I like. But now Joe is the opportunity to show you maybe a completely different side of the industry. And Joe, I know like we're still early in the whole process and your episode isn't mm -hmm. for another two or three weeks. But what do you think you're bringing to this that's maybe different? I I have generally like always subscribed, you know, don't, don't fix it if it ain't broken. But of course I have always felt like, you know, I, I need to be able to use my privileges as uh, a relatively, you know, middle-class uh, white person, man uh, to, to, well, that sounds cheesy, right? But I, the coolest stories I've ever written about have been from people like Rami Ishmael, um, a lot of, uh, female game developers, Robin Hunica, uh, and those are the kinds of people I want to highlight. I want to do the same kind of talking to people in games media who are, uh, making a big difference. And, you know, honestly, I, I bought this really cool book. Y'all should check out at Barnes and Noble, um, uh, women in gaming. In fact, let me, yeah, women in gaming. Uh, it's basically 100 different profiles on women who made some sort of uh, considerate impact in the industry. And just flipping through that, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so many ideas for like, I need to talk to this person about how they invented 
uh, user research for video games or like I need to talk to this person about what it's like to be a professional esports uh, uh, player, uh, but as a woman. And if you guys have been paying attention to the news, I'm sure that might be a contentious issue right now, uh, particularly in the Overwatch community. But yeah. uh, it, it's. I want to do good and I want to do good by this community and I want to make sure that I'm still producing things that they love. It might be a little different and I'm sure the first like few episodes I'm going to be finding my feet. Uh, you know, I, I thought like, do I want to be a Greg Miller? Do I want to be a Mr. Rogers? You know, do I want to like that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're the Mr. Rogers of games podcasting. You know, for a long time, I was like, I want to be the Anthony Bourdain of games journalism, but I'm like, I, my old man aesthetic is too strong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I want this podcast, whether you're a listener or someone who's actually speaking on it, I want this place to feel like home for you, to feel like a place you can come back to and learn something new, but feel safe, feel good about yourself and about the community around you. Like the, not everything is suddenly going to be entirely different. Like, yes, the host changes, but the format will be the same. There will be like new spins, as we said, it's not going to be you know, the same review shows or the same top tens, there'll be new spins to different episodes. But that interview format, that hour long interview with people you care about is still there. The theme song, we're working on something that could be really cool, but it will be an homage to a certain extent of what this one is, the, mm -hmm. the art and everything like that. It's all going to be the same sort of stuff. The Twitter feed's the same. Uh, it's, it's just for, think of it as like this three month period where you get to hear different perspectives. And then we'll decide what's going on after that. So like it's, we have a lot of cool guests lined up, not fully lined up, but we're getting there. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's a long process during the holidays. This is like the, the worst time to start inviting people. It's the but. weekend and then it's it's the holiday and then it's another weekend. And yeah, we've we've got uh, one for sure already lined up, at least by the time we're recording this. I don't know when this is going up specifically, but uh, we've got one really good one that I think everyone will appreciate. And then we've got a few on the docket that I'm pretty sure are going to happen. And I'm really excited to kind of have those as the first like new salvo of 1099 guests. Yeah. And also, this is more important than ever right now. Uh, please let us know who you want to hear on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like it's I've or always asked, hear again. Yeah. If you want to hear people again, different perspective. That would be great. Like Rami Ismail should come back on. Danny O'Dwyer should come back on. Like there's all these people who I've talked to that let's get a different perspective. Let's have a different topic. Let's do things differently. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of room to grow and there's a lot of room to try new things. And I am going to be working along with Joe to get as many cool people this year. So it's always like subreddit on Twitter on anything like just just shout names out. Just go for it. Let's let's keep making this shit cool. This has been. Like, and I don't want to get like sappy or anything like that, but it has been this massively important thing in my life uh, that I never imagined. And I joked way back. I'm like, oh, I remember being in my Jacksonville apartment with the central air off because it was too loud for my shitty mic at the time that didn't noise cancel anything. Uh, and just like talking to just whoever I was like, oh, here's a friend of mine. Let's talk about freelancing and, you know, getting here's 50 downloads and here's 100 downloads and, and never really thinking that it could I've hosted and worked on a lot of different podcasts, but nothing's ever really become anything. It's one of those just like, oh, well, I'll try it for a while. Maybe I'll meet some people. And uh, I never had massive ambitions. I was just like, I want to be able to talk to people who I value, who I appreciate. And if people want to go along for the ride, that's awesome. But I just, I don't know how to promote this stuff. I don't have a name or anything like that. And over time, it just became something I could have never imagined. It became this creative outlet for me. It became this um, when I was in really bad places and especially in Florida where I was just not doing well personally, 
like this was a really great time to just decompress, to sit down and either talk to these people or even editing them and posting them and talking to the community and listeners about it. Like that, that's meant so much to me. Um, and I really do hope this year I can come back to it maybe with an entirely different perspective. I mean, I started <laughs> media development. Now I'm publishing. Uh, God, it feels like this all happened in like a year and it kind of did. Uh, so like it's, that's my hope. And um, it's funny too. I realize now, I think I tweeted a while ago because people were asking like, oh, what's your new job? And at the time, I promise I wasn't lying. I said I was a developer. I was a, I was a producer and a brand manager. That was not false. That was not some weird smokescreen to try to like throw people off the scent of what was going on. I'll talk a little bit about what happened uh, without, you know, going into too much detail. I accepted a different job uh, and had, was working at a development studio that I won't name. Um, so during, I was interviewing with multiple people, was taking a lot of meetings, taking a lot of interviews, and it was down to a development job and a publishing job. And the publishing job is the one I have now at EA. And, um, as you'd expect, like a company like EA takes, they take a lot of time to hire people. It's a process. Uh, and I accepted another job in the interim because I thought, I thought I didn't get the EA job. Uh, I was like, okay, like that's totally understandable. I know I was close, but it's okay. Like I'm really happy to be at this development job. And then not too long ago, I got the call essentially saying like, you're the guy. Uh, so it became this really confusing time in my life because I'm never a, I, I hate, once I join a team, I want to commit to it. So there was a really unique experience of figuring out what I want to do. And I, I just realized now like, oh, people might be confused about that. No, that was not a lie. I was back in development um, with a lot of close friends of mine. So this was, a, it was a really hard conversation initially to kind of be like, hey, this sounds crazy, but I need to go do this. Um, but that was at least that half of the story during this entire insane stretch that I, it is such a blur and Joe, you've been around for a lot of it. Cause I would just randomly same overwatch group. Just be like, I just got this email. What's going on? Or I just did mm -hmm. this. What's going on? Or I'm in mm -hmm. North Hollywood talking to this person. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. There was a or lot of that over and over with, uh, uh, Oh yeah. Not, not Vinyaki. Was it? No, I was, I was bar barbecuing with Corey Davis. I was, um, like I was, uh, I was actually, I was with Vinyaki a lot. Um, you know, any fans of giant bomb though, like John Vinyaki and I have, built up a friendship since I've moved here and he was talking to some different people who I won't name and trying to get me a production job there. And, um, I was talking to, uh, like John Davison and it was just like, I was, I was all over the place. Um, and it was such a bizarre, surreal experience, uh, that I'll never forget. And I will always appreciate. Um, but yeah, I essentially have had two jobs <laughs> in the last like two months and four jobs in the last year. Uh, and people, and they probably do this to you too. They come up to you and they're like, what's your new year's resolution? Um, and I'm not a new year's resolution person, but if I were to have one, it's like, I want stability. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to relax for a bit, not in a, not work hard way, but in like a last 2018 was, it was a giant move. It was a lot of personal things. It was one job and then laid off and then another job and projects canceled and all this just stuff. It was constant movement. Um, and now people that I seem to think like I, that people seem to think that chaos is, is an ingredient to artistic creativity when in fact, stability is really nice. Yeah, it really is. It's underrated. It's, uh, it, it feels good. <laughs> so like, Hey, you know, what's really nice is finding a role you love and 
building yourself up in it and and doing cool shit in it. And um, that's what I'm really looking for this year after all the change, after all of the, it wasn't turmoil because a lot of it was positive. And even if it was the weirdest year of my life, it might've been one of the best ones. I learned the most and I, I progressed in ways I never imagined, but it's it, right now I'm just really, it, I mean, to update ever, like, I'm really happy right now. And like, I genuinely mean that when I got the offer letter from EA, when I got the call, um, it was, it, it meant a lot because and people who know me know this, like, you know, I grew up in a trailer with five people making no money. And uh, I had always kind of thought that like, I needed this really unique pairing of hard work and luck to get anywhere, to at least get to a comfortable level. Um, and when this EA job happened, um, a friend, actually, this is a weird thing, someone who listens to the podcast who I won't name, who works at EA, was the first one to recommend me for this job. That's why, again, this whole thing has been surreal. Um, and as I'm doing these interviews um, and as I'm starting to get deeper into it, 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 it was just, I never imagined I could ever be at a spot like this at my age. Mm -hmm. um, and like that's been maybe just the craziest part about all of this is I know it's been a huge amount of luck paired with hard work that a lot of people do hard work and I know how lucky I am. Um, but it's just the whole process has been, I don't think it's really sunk in yet. Uh, part of it has, but like I am as of today, as of recording, I just finished up um, my last stint at this kind of in between job as a producer and a brand manager. Um, I have two weeks off that I took purposely because I need it. Um, I need to go home. I need to see my family. I need to not think about getting a job or, anything like that or traveling, traveling too much. Uh, so the, I think this is the moment where it, it might finally sink in um, that it's the thing that I didn't even think was possible is happening. And it, it puts me on this track in the industry that I never, I never fully imagined. And Joe, we've talked about this. Like when you're, when you're trying to do games media, especially when you're younger, you kind of, you set these goals for yourself and it, it's, you get really emotional as you hit like, oh my God, I'm published on GameSpot and I'm published on IGN, I'm published mm -hmm. on Polygon. And um, for me, I set those goals and then didn't have next steps other than become a full-time at blank. Um, and when I didn't get that and I just got like a job outside of games, like I had kind of hit this wall because I was like, I don't know what are the next steps? Like, what do we like? Is this it now? Like, do I just freelance and then do this other job or whatever? And um, I, I think one thing I've really learned throughout this entire process is like being able to look forward in different creative ways and to not just get stuck because I was really stuck. But I, even what's going on right now, I never imagined was a possibility in my life. So like, it's hard to say thank you individually to however the fuck many people are listening right now. Um, but I genuinely mean it when I say, if you guys didn't download this, I would not have this job. Like I truly, truly believe that. Uh, and I will send everyone a fruit basket and a gift card <laughs> and maybe some other things, but where's the gift uh, card to Josiah? No, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a gift card to um, EA. How about that? I'll give you a gift card to get. Uh, now you're gonna get more people asking for skate for. God, it's and so free. many. It's so many yeah, people I, have DM me. 
And I think I think one important thing to acknowledge is that you've never treated the 1099 as something to strictly build up your own brand. Every time you interview someone, you're talking about like what matters to them, what they are working on, what building them up as people and professionals and spreading their work. So people who may or may not have ever heard of it before, may not be as familiar with it, can learn something and have that safe place to come back to once a week. And I think that's really important. I think that's a big, big key to why not only are you a good podcast host, but you are a likable person. Well, thank you. It's, it it can be hard sometimes when you're having these conversations and not interject too much of yourself. Like I tried to avoid that, but sometimes it just happens. Um, But yeah, I, I think like not to go too far behind the curtain or anything like that. I mean, when you have a podcast and this could be advice for anyone to start a podcast that's interview based, when you have a podcast and you're trying to figure out like, how do I lay the ground floor? It's like one, it's like do something you like, but two, it's, it should be about the, the person on the other side that people already care about. Like you just, you're trying to show maybe a different side of them and why you appreciate them. And mm-hmm. it's not me sitting here and being like, look at all the rad shit I've done. Cause like, who, who cares about that? Like, that's not, that's not what people come to a podcast for. It's about the other person. So, and then like, that's why, that's why to me, this handoff makes sense. Um, it's, it's very different if you're doing like a, like a weekly, like, okay, DLC with Jeff Kanata and Spicer, like that's about them and a guest, but it's also, it's very much about their personalities, about their opinions on games today and on the news stories of the day. And that's not what this is. Like, that's a really cool format that works for them. And this is more of a platform for the other, the the singular other person. And that's why I think that transition makes sense. Uh, A lot of people have asked me what I, the hell that my job title even means. And I don't want to get too far into it. I'll, uh, cause I have not started yet. Like that, that is, it is an evolving role. Um, I can tell you that it's a lot of account management for third-party content with the possibility of moving into first party. It's about, you know, driving certain goals with, um, with origin access, with, uh, with access in general, like EA access on Xbox. It's, it's a lot about working with these other developers to bring them into EA to, give them cool routes to publishing and everything like that. It, it's one of those things that it, it takes a lot of, um, there's a lot of project planning. There's a lot of uh, case by case basis development. There's a lot of like prioritizing certain requirements over others. It's it's a lot of businessy talk right now that will make more sense as I get there and as I start going through it. Um, and I'll talk about what I can talk about when I can. Uh, but the hope is I get to work closely with developers in a way that I, I'm not just talking about, you know, Hey, how'd you make your game? It's like, Hey, you want to make our game with us. You want to make your game with us. Do you want to get your game on this platform? Do you want to do this? And let me help you do that. Um, and it's, uh, it's kind of this amalgamation of everything I've done. It's the communication with developers. It's project planning that I've done a lot online in different publications, as well as my job in Florida. It's, um, it's being able to speak developer, which I learned by being a developer and talking to developers. It's being able to understand the PR and marketing strategy and the way the industry is shifting. Uh, all of these things are thankfully things that I've done, I've covered, and I've talked about extensively to a ridiculous degree. And it kind of, as I saw this job opening and someone sent it to me and I started interviewing, I'm like, oh, this is, this is perfect. And like, maybe people say that all the time with a new job because they're just excited. But mm-hmm. like, I really truly mean like when I got this opportunity and when I was reading through everything and talking to the different team there, I'm like, oh, this is, this is exactly who I am. Like, this is everything that I've worked toward. This is the business side of games that I'm so fascinated by that now I'm a part of. And it's um, just like uh, Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. 
God damn it. Full circle. It's, it's, it's really, it's a unique opportunity for me that I still can't fully process that I have. Um, and I'm going to work my ass off mm-hmm. to do right by it, to, to help people that help developers that I know have creative, awesome ideas and to really grow in this. It's funny you say that too, and like the way you phrase that, because I uh, just a day or two ago, well, probably three at this point, I I tweeted out like in in a little bit of like early 2019 desperation, <clears throat> I said something along the lines of like, I am going to get a full-time job in games media this year, uh, I but like I will bust my ass, but most importantly, I'm going to be grateful to anyone who has ever helped me, is helping me, or will ever help me. Because I think that through anything like this, that's the most important thing is being grateful for that help. It's hard to explain how much like help I've been given throughout this entire process. Like I, I, I fully understand that where um, it's weird. The start of the 1099 was I had been helped by a lot of people to get into freelancing. And I didn't think there was a lot of avenues at that time for people to be introduced to it. So I was like, All right, let's create a podcast where you kind of give not a, not a roadmap, but at least a, a peek behind what it takes to get there. Um, and this whole podcast is about helping people, but I had no idea that it would turn to something that so many people came on to help me, to talk to me, to, to show me a lot of different things and just learn so much about this crazy goddamn industry. It's a really weird, there's so many moving parts that from the outside, when you just play games, you're like, you might get angry at certain aspects of it and not fully understand like all this stuff that goes into it. Uh, and it is a, it's a complicated thing. Um, and I think for the first time I'm now doing a job that covers a little bit of everything and I get to see the next layer of it and the next level of complexity. Um, and it's, yeah, I'm working out of, um, the EALA office, which is in Playa Vista. So it's right by me, um, which is a huge benefit after driving, you know, an hour to Burbank every single day that was getting a little bit old. Uh, it's nice to have the place right next to me. Like it's the, the work-life balance is so much closer to what I was going for. I, again, on that other podcast I had mentioned, like I don't want to do the 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily job where I can't really have a life. And this is not that, um, knock on wood. Uh, and it seems like it's, it's the right balance for where I am right now. Um, so yeah, it's uh, the response to the news has been insane. Um, other than all the people asking me to make Skate 4. Uh, it's been highly positive, um, and I, I can't wait to see where this podcast goes from a distance. Now I get to listen to it every single week. How crazy oh is that God. shit? I'm so excited to give you like a whole sheet of notes every single week. Like, well, you used a few too many ums during uh, this 35 to 40 minute stretch right here. Uh, why, why did you sniff so hard? <laughs> please remove all of your heavy sniffing. Yes. Um, that would be appreciated. No, no, it's. It's, you know, I, that's going to be cool for me. Um, and again, the hope is I will be back and there'll be two shows every single week. Please come back. We'll figure this out. <laughs> we'll figure this shit out. I just want to do right by this podcast, by EA and by myself and by you guys. Cause you don't want a neutered version of everything I say where I'm like, well, I can't say that because of blank or I can't do this because of blank. Like I, I want to be able to communicate the way I always have. And I'm just not sure fully what the role is and if it would allow me to do that. And I want to be sure before moving forward. Um, and so we'll see. So like, that's, that's the hope. I wish I had a more solid answer. I just don't right now. Uh, it's everything is weird in my life and everything is very good. Uh, but it's also unclear until I actually get there. Um, 
and I'll hopefully be providing a lot of updates about what this whole experience is like on Twitter, Instagram. I mean, I'll try to come back on. Maybe I'll come back on this podcast as a guest. I'll probably have to get that approved, but maybe I can come back as a guest. You can ask me all the hard questions, like uh, how Joe many hours and you Josiah have reviews. Oh God, I don't know. We should probably avoid the reviews ones because <laughs> it's going to get to a point where I get to like review an EA game. I'm like, I can't do that. That's not allowed. Uh, <laughs> all day. Uh, so yeah, like there's there's going to be a whole bunch of other things that come up. So as always, like reach out to me. My email is directly in my Twitter. It's josiahrenodden at gmail.com. I'm at josiahrenodden at the 1099 podcast. There's the subreddit, which is just the 1099 podcast. Like I'm available to talk about all of this because it, it, I understand, again, as I said from the jump, change is weird. This is a transition period. Um, but your support did incredible things for me. And I really hope you transfer that support to Joe, double it maybe. I don't know. If he has bigger numbers than me, I'll be a little pissed. But like the right kind of pissed, like the good Let's kind of Let's do jealous. it, guys. Let's oh piss my God. him off. Oh, just I'll be watching those stats the entire time. Um, so, and and if you guys, and if anyone has any any ideas or like wants to suggest guests uh, or anything like that has commentary, please by all means. I'm glad to hear it uh, on Twitter. I am at uh, Joseph Noop J O S E P H K N O O P. And if you want to email me, it's my last name first name at gmail.com. Yeah. And, you know, if we want to just do a full blown like Q&A show early on so you can ask Joe kind of his thoughts on things or kind of what he plans to do with different episodes. As of right now, it'll still be Monday. It'll still be Monday afternoon when these drop um, and everything. It'll be the same podcast feed. You won't have to do anything. It'll just be a different voice and a different set of questions. And that's exciting and it should be cool. Uh, Yeah, I think that just about covers everything. Mm -hmm. I. It's there's a lot there was a lot to talk about and there will be a lot to talk about in the future um, and I think I'll be annoying Joe again and we'll he'll probably do similar tweets that I do where it's like here's the guest list or here's the person who's coming out next and everything like that so just make sure you follow Joe uh, make sure you follow to ninety nine uh, genuinely I cannot thank people enough for everything um, this podcast has changed my life it's because of this job could change my family's life. Um, and I never expected that and I never went into it thinking that. So to be where I am right now is, uh, humbling and crazy and (laughs) really unique. Uh, and I want this podcast to keep going and I I hope it does similar things for Joe. I hope it does even better things for Joe. I hope, uh, everyone keeps listening and getting a lot of cool shit out of it. Um, and I hope all of the guests who talk to me come back on and keep making this thing cool. Uh, because it's it, it, it's been my favorite thing for three years, um, and I hope I could continue it this year. But if not, it's it's genuinely been life changing. Um, and I know that sounds like an exaggeration because it's me talking to a mic, but I truly mean that. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, one last note: this is not my final episode. Next week will be my final episode for a stretch. Um, I'm planning out the guest right now. Uh, it might be someone who you know very well who kicked off the podcast with me. It might be two friends. Uh, just a bullshit for a while. Um, and then after that, expect Joe on the 1099. Let's get that bread. Let's let's let's, let's make that wheat. Some God- <laughs> let's taste that paste. All right, one more. What do you have? One more in you? Uh, let's oaf that loaf. That was actually the best one somehow. Um, <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. 
thanks everyone for sticking around. Um, thanks everyone for caring about this shit that I care about. Uh, and hopefully tune back in for the next episode. My final episode for a while of the 1099.